Welcome to Whiskey in the Stream, where we play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons in a homebrew setting. This is a real play podcast with adult language and nonsensical whimsy, you have been warned. I'm Ken, and I'll be your dungeon master this evening, so let's get started. Tiefling leans over your shoulder. Ah, you get that? If he could, he would, because he is half wood, eh? Hey. <laughs> is that, that your good. friend? Did you want to invite your friend? Hello? <laughs> I don't think he can hear me. Is the window open or closed? I was like, for sure. Just the, the descriptor is like literal intellectual conversation. No, no freak shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you're very clearly fucking with one of your friends, and so they are also going to fuck with one of your. Well, uh, didn't that clarification didn't help? They're going to no. master. Nope, that doesn't work either. They're gonna master Kate. Oh, massacrate! I said it wrong. Great <laughs> mark. It's probably just the Spanish monster. find her. <sighs> but yeah, yeah so I mean, eventually they all just be like. Don't yeah. touch the robot. <laughs> oh, it is fun. He did not pay. So, as I was discussing, when it comes to the way that uh, certain arcane natures, specifically those elementals that weave through the dragon fields, and it goes right back into the same conversation that you guys had had, uh, you're bringing up, you know, how ma- magic derived from nature is different than the arcane, and their conversations going kind of back and forth with that. The other tiefling is acting sort of as a mediary, making sure that everyone's side is being heard. Not the burning butt stuff. Oh, no, that's normal. But this, like, in-depth discussion of the weed? All right, Caitlin, uh, after the plate, you're like, you know what, I think I'm done. I think I'm good. Let's go find the Twilight Sister now. They're probably fine. They don't need protecting. They're fine. So you try to put the the plate with the wonky face out of your mind, and you make your way down. You do eventually find uh, a small gathering that is set up near the docks. Uh, it actually seems to be an outdoor, small community service, not a larger temple like you would have expected. Mm-hmm. A dock gathering. It's docking. Is it a big dock? And the oh, dock big enough to accommodate the people there, but most of them are on the grass next to the dock. Ken has a cute. Ken has a huge deck. You just cleaned it. I power washed it, actually. It looks quite nice now. Yeah. And his grill. You want to sit on my deck? We have lots of people there are benches. We should have a cookout on Ken's big old deck. (laughs) Smoked hot meat. Can we please insert link here? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, Get it? Insert link because smoked meats. So, Caitlin, you see this gathering. Uh, You see that the three clergy members are there. They're dressed in the normal sort of black and white speckled robes, the veil covering their face. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talking quietly, the the rest of their uh, of the flock, I guess, is sitting there in a semicircle, just Sitting on the ground, eyes closed, head down. Okay. Uh, he's going to kind of walk up and just kind of listen in. If, uh, if if everyone else is sitting down, he will somewhat... Actually, you know what? We're going to change it around. Let's see what my history is. Uh, pretty gracefully just kind of sit down cross-legged on the ground, but he's still like a head taller than everybody else sitting down, so... Definitely will stick out, but we'll mostly just try and listen in and pick up any little bits he can. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a religion check. Let's see if there's anything additional you pick up. Oh, that's going to be an eight. A lot of it seems to be, like where you're coming at in this sermon, it seems to be similar to what you've already read about. Uh, about finding peace, enjoying the night, and the second moon keeping things balanced. Not a whole lot that's different than what you've already dealt with. 
destroy extremism, protect peace, keep watch from the shadows. All these things are just sort of being repeated with anecdotes that describe why they are valid. All spoken slowly and calmly, almost monotone. Mm -hmm. One of the clergy members, a little hard to tell their gender based on their their tone of voice. Um, so a bit androgynous. So they actually have a little bit more of a sing-song kind of quality to their sermon, but for the most part, they're all just giving one of those key factors plus an anecdote to go with it. I don't know how long it would... That's going to spill. Lick it. Lick it. Don't touch it with your sticky hand. (laughs) I was trying to show you my apparently not-so-condensed cream. I thought it was harder than it was. I mean, it was it was getting all over the place. <laughs> I would say at this point, about an hour has gone by. Uh, so, Peppa, you've you know your time slot has been filled. Um, they <laughs> time, not dime, time. So the amount of time that you paid for has ended, uh, unless you wish to continue the conversation, in which case they charge the same rate. Uh, Aurora, you have finished your meal. Root, you have finished your drink. If you wanted more, you can deduct the amount. Uh, it would have been like a like a whiskey glass amount. However many drinks you think she would have, if she has three or more, let me know. Aurora's gonna get another wine. Okay. Root has three drinks. Okay. Uh, Root, please give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, goodness. How do I do that? Uh, it will be a d20 plus your constitution modifier. Okay. One moment. Oops. Breaking shit. How do you like our filling? <laughs> Apologies. You know what? I have two, just to save for time. Oh. You pick that up? Well, it was three or more. I had to do something. Try to not be drunk. Yeah. If you're drunk off of two glasses of wine, you might be a lightweight. Hey. Yeah. I lack the enzyme. I changed my mind. I have two glasses of the fiery cinnamon drink. So Aurora and Rouge, both of you have a little bit of a buzz going, but that's it. It's not inhibiting you from doing anything. It's not causing any problem. They're fairly strong drinks. Which may also be why they were so expensive. What is like going on in the room? Like if, if Aurora turns around and um she's just kind of like watching and observing, what does she see? For the most part it is uh, client and customer interaction in a conversation setting. Uh, with many of them, we'll gather, they'll get a drink, they'll sit down at a table, talk for a little bit, and then they'll either go upstairs or they'll continue talking downstairs so the conversation's not too in-depth. You will see that there are groups of clients who are talking to each other, kind of joking, trying to encourage someone or teasing someone. Did you have anything that Gurdon was doing this time or he's just not playing right now? Uh, he went to go find something to eat. Then after Aurora finishes her wine, if she's just going to look around and, you know, sees all the hustle and bustle, um, she's going to start heading towards, um, well, does she, is, is Peppa still at the bar? Uh, Root is at the bar. Peppa was upstairs. Hold on. I got my names mixed up. Is Root still at the bar? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she's going to tell Root, like, um uh thank thank you for your fish, lady. The sauce was really nice. Yes, you are welcome. I'm I'm going home. Goodbye. Good night. Oh no, she was telling um Ruth that. Oh, okay. Let's get Peppa and Alice. Uh Peppa, do you return downstairs? Yes. All right. Um, like I jumped from the first to the very bottom. Oh, you just like let down the set of stairs? Full flight leap. Uh, okay. 
Um, go ahead and give me a, a dexterity saving throw to see how gracefully you land this uh, leap down better part of 15 feet worth of stairs. Ken, you are never getting away from stairs. I know, and I hate this, and I... Flashbacks? Ancient white dragon? Nay. Stairs. So you slip and kind of roll your ankle a little bit. Uh, Some of you catch yourself, adjust, I guess fold it back in. And then uh, the two teams come by, and they're like, you know, lift underneath your elbow, like, you okay? Once they see that you're fine, they'll let you go and kind of they'll fuck off. I'll, like, drag my left leg behind me out of the door. Root and Aurora, you see Peppa, you hear Katom, and then you see her kind of, like, adjust, and then she drags her leg walking out. Are you okay? All good. Root offers Peppa to, like, climb on her back. Sure. Also on your back. All right, so you piggyback ride, get your arms around. Uh, you guys start heading back? Yep. All right. Okay, then. He would have probably tried to stick around <laughs> even after the gathering somewhat ended to try and just get a... Uh, one-on-one conversation or a conversation directly with the clergy folk we'll call them um just to, just to have a direct communication with them okay um easily done you may have to wait a little bit as other people kind of go up talk to them and receive a blessing move on their way um again the faces are obscured you're pretty sure that you're talking to the guy who is a bit monotone mm-hmm. Yes, how can I help you? I I just, I, I would love some guidance as I, I believe I've been called to be a champion or a warrior for the Twilight Sister. And I, I just need some guidance or just what to do and how can I know for sure that's what I've been called. The face turns up towards the sky. And he's silent for a moment and then reaches or looks back down well up to let you there shorter for sure. You seem to be definitely a warrior for the good sister. What is it that you don't feel is correct? I have a uh, somewhat unknown past. I, I know I've done bad things and I don't know if she would still accept me I don't I don't believe I I believe I have thrown off the balance in my past but look to restore it now and don't know if I'm good enough uh, he reaches into his robe and pulls out a set of scales and shakes it so that they are balanced holds it out and then takes your hand and sets it on one side to the scales tip This may have been your past, but here is the present. Fill this with the good. And he takes your other hand and sets it there. They balance out. Fill it with the good for the sister, and you will find the balance you need. She will not judge if your scales start. And then he shifts your hand so they start this way again. If your scales start tilted, just adjust. Thank you. Go in peace. And you. And also with you. Amen. <laughs> I just want to keep hearing that's what I'm picturing. Just... Oh, I, was, I just saw Peppa go full Italian for a moment there. The hand gesture. <laughs> Actually, we are going full Reiki. Oh. And just for them, got me. Hold on. What is your stance on it? On Reiki or Italian? <laughs> Reiki. I like Italian Reiki. Um, no, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I've gotten a Reiki massage and it was wonderful. Also, same. 
found it effective, but like there was a energy relationship there too that I think helped. Does that answer yeah. your question? <laughs> yeah, you you asked. Does that satisfy your question? I am satisfied. All right. So you all eventually make your way back. Uh, you guys give a heads up that you're still waiting on Kaylin. Kaylin, you do arrive last. You guys head up to your rooms. You oh, actually, is there anything that you guys wanted to do or discuss before you all went to bed? It's just gonna try and reach out to the sister when he goes to bed. I feel like we've traumatized Kaylin enough that Ruth is just gonna go say her goodnight and go up to bed. Same. Yeah. Also, just going to knock out. All right, Kaylin, go ahead and give me another religion check, please. Come on. She busy. <laughs> Got a dial tone, which is really weird because it hasn't been invented yet. Um, oh, did we have Earthlink? Was that our problem tonight? What? All right. Uh, yeah, Kaylin, you, you're kind of still focusing a lot on the conversation that you had with the clergy member. So you find yourself unable to simply focus on a connection with the sister. Uh, instead, you keep going back and looping back through that conversation and considering, well, okay, well, if I need to balance the scales in the future or the present, well, how much do I have to do to make that work? And it sort of distracts you from being able to focus and find that balance. But you do eventually uh, settle into this is not a problem that gets solved tonight. Okay. Um, once he gets there, he will just do his uh, normal uh, sentinel rest. I think that's what it is. Sentry's rest. Um, and as kind of a last thing to her is I will keep watching the shadow and be your sentry in the night. All right, so you all gain the benefit of a long rest. Burden makes his way in some point in time around the same time you guys do, so he just Talks a little bit about food with uh, Einrich and then goes to bed. Am I already asleep? Uh, is there anything that you would like to do before you go to sleep? I was just wondering if he found any spoons. He does, in fact, have a new wooden spoon. I found it! <laughs> Wouldn't quite on fire yet, but I brought it into the street and I was getting ready. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep it. <laughs> oh, let me add that Gurdon has a new spoon. <laughs> oh, yeah, this might be a little retcon, so if, if not, it's okay. Uh, but knowing that there was the potential of Mr. Sparks releasing the fire bugs at night, Kaylin will stand near a window to kind of keep a lookout for fire. Go ahead and give me a perception check. All right. There we go, finally. Some decent roll. 17. 17. Uh, you do see a small glow. Uh, you hear bells, and but they're kind of distant, and they're not in the same place. Um, so it's one of those, like, you know, because you just sort of catch out of the side of your head, look over, and it looks like it's closer to the edge of the docks, uh, as opposed to more in the center area. Thank you very much. He's not going to worry. Not going to worry about it as much. Okay. But you do see a glow. You see actual, you know, evidence of fire, not a smokinist. Gotcha. He's going to keep it in mind, but being that it's not in the same area as where the the fires were, uh, he's not going to try and investigate it this evening, but he's definitely going to keep note of it. Got it. All right. Uh, in the morning, you all can head downstairs. Uh, Anarch has produced another simple breakfast, uh, a bit of porridge and some thick slabs of bacon, uh, more like European style or Canadian bacon as opposed to like rashers. Uh, and he will stop you guys for a moment and just ask, uh, yeah, so you are adventurers, yes? Yes. Yes. All right. So, um, 
I was wondering, have you spent much time outside of the city? Maybe here in news? Any sort of, um, any news of like wars? Are you expecting a war? Well, I've gotten more inquiries in the last month about, you know, combat knives. And I do kitchen knives, but it just seems unusual. And then more adventurers in the area, I think it is worth checking. I know of some, we know of some uh, skirmishes up to the north, but all out war, I don't believe we've heard of it. Mm. Or at least, I, Ethan doesn't remember if Keelan's heard of it. Any? And says it has not come up in game. We, Ethan remembered correctly. Uh, so, well, no, that is good. That is better that there's no war because you all look much, much too young, but war is hell. Well, good luck. Be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Any songs? Oh, it's what did I have in mind for you? Oh, accent changing all of a sudden. Oh, on airwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, uh, this tune was the Ballad of Charon. He was a great hobgoblin general, but a uh, bit of a dick. Not the ferryman to the underworld. It's about the same, yes, but I'm um, slightly more alive. Well, until the end of it, you'll hear it. You all ready to go help me with this whole arson thing? Yeah. Fantastic. Here, we, uh, we even have a ride here. So come on in. We'll come on out and then come on in. Hi, Amy. Hunter <laughs> peeks back. Uh, so you all load up, and it is, in fact, the same uh, fire wagon. Um, that is all set up and ready to go. Amy heaves her way up onto the top. Uh, Amar jumps onto the side running board, uh, looks at you, Aurora, and just as one of these, and then turns back. Okie dokie, let's head on uh, down to see where the fires have been. And he reaches up and taps Amy's shoulder. Uh, try and stand on the side boards right next to him. And as we're driving along, he's just going to ask about a potential fire last night. Um, oh, I didn't get a report of one, but uh, when we stop, we'll ask Amy about it. Okay. I think it was near the docks. I just saw a glow in the distance. I appreciate that. It better not have been that Mr. Uh, Oil. Uh, it was Mr. a different area than he is. Alrighty there. Uh, so you guys pull up uh, just outside the... Well, on the same street as the Logos house, but not directly in front. Um, he goes over and talks to Amy for a moment, and she comes back to you, uh, Kaylin, and says, Oh, yeah, there's... um." There was a, a fire last night. Uh, I didn't operate it, but you know, it was in the morning report. Uh, a couple of guys got a little bit drunk, fell uh, in at the stables in the northern docks, knocked over a lantern. Okay, so we knew the cause, nothing too serious, just some dog. Oh, no, they, they both died. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty ugly fire. Uh, they went up. Real fast. I uh, apologize to their families. I did not mean to write them off, but at least we know it wasn't part of the uh, arsons. Yeah, no, no. This was a pretty open and shut dumb drunks. Understood. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you guys go over and uh, Amar knocks on the door and Nevin's mother answers, but she is 
Uh, she has like a bright makeup painted across on her face. Her hair is done up but messy. You can see that she's got some rather brightly colored garb that she's covered up with. Not a shawl. Is it? It's a shawl, a big, like a big, like a big blanket. Like a kimono. Sure, but not like as a nice. Cardigan. You know what? We're gonna go with blanket. She's got a blanket wrapped around her, but you can see the edges of it are all brightly colored. A Lululemon kimono. <laughs> a blanket. She's got a big ass ratty looking blanket wrapped around her person. If uh, the conditioning weren't broke at work, I would wear a blanket tomorrow. Yeah. Your guys' conditioning is broken. Downstairs is completely busted. Upstairs is just partly busted. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So ours is a little bus, theirs is all bus. Oh, I wouldn't come to work. Fuck that. Nope. Yeah. Ryan randomly came up and we were chatting about uh, the housing market because he was trying to get away from the heat. That's what we call it nowadays. <laughs> Bro, how's your Zillow doing? Ooh. <laughs> Zillow? Oh, right. like one of my Whose, house? Whose house is bigger? Actually, I think uh, Gurdon wins that one. <laughs> Gurdon has a huge house. On two big old acres. Yeah, he does. Bailey. Uh, all right. So he knocks on the door, she answers, and before she even says anything, she whips around and looks back, and Nevin is just has this huge shit-eating grin on his face. He's holding Mr. Sparks under his arm, the stuffed Andrew Sphinx. See, I knew they were coming. <laughs> she turns and looks back. Where's the puppy? Nevin's face, his smile drops immediately and his eyes go wide. And his father's, what puppy? Mr. Sparks was supposed to bring you a puppy. Mr. Sparks has apparently been busy bringing you all and a puppy. <laughs> Nevin just looks back at his bedroom door and then like backs up to it and puts his back to the door. Well, I don't know. You're describing our children. <laughs> Right, what you know? May or may not be based on a true story. <laughs> Maybe I should go check their door. Uh, I'm okay. This is going to sound somewhat strange, but Nevin said you all would be stopping by today to talk to Mr. Sparks. Why are you guys actually here, though? We're here to collect firebugs from Mr. Sparks. This may come as a shock to you. But there's more to Mr. Sparks than meets the eye. Uh, it's about this time she notices Caitlin and her eyes narrow. He's, he's going to, ma'am, let me first off apologize for our previous interaction. Um, I, I did not handle it as uh, kindly as I should have. But you see, Mr. Sparks is an actual being from the Feywild. He is not the stuffed animal. Uh, he does, I guess we'll say, inhabit the stuffed animal. Um, but we have we have worked with him, and he is going to hand over some potentially dangerous uh, bugs, firebugs, uh, to avoid any further fires in the neighborhood. Um, and as you see, we, we have got Captain Amar. He is also a witness. Um, so this is not just the ramblings of me. Um, this is a very peaceful interaction. Uh, and, and again, I apologize for, you know, how we got off on the wrong foot last time. Ma'am, he's missing the um, emotional chip in his, uh, his wiry bits. He, he's in armor. He's a robot. What's a robot? Root would I like to interject. <laughs> that that's a robot. He doesn't even let's just show you what we're talking about. Seeing is believing. Who said he wants to be put on display? Not talking about Caitlin. Anybody. 
Flips his breastplate back in place. Shikung. <laughs> uh, just looks at you all incredulously and looks over to Captain Amar. Yeah, hi, hello there, ma'am. Um, so some of this is pretty, pretty strange, but uh, yeah. So we're gonna go with not so much as just the the actual stuffed animal, Mister Oils, is a thing from the Feywild, but so much as the that one. Uh, it's sort of more of a, a spirit that is inhabiting it, sort of like a minor possession. Uh, realize that's probably not helpful. But I've got a feeling there that Nevin probably has a message, or that his stuffed animal told him he had a message. Is that there? Uh, is that right there, ma'am? <laughs> looks real concerned. Looks up to Amy. Big old meaty shrug. Um... And Devin comes booking up underneath, uh, right beside her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, he said to tell you that there's, there's no puppy here. He's here. But that the firebugs are at Dinah's house in their attic. They don't use their attic because they're centaurs. So they're not here. Nuh-uh. He said that he said that he he said he said that because they are fire, they 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 like fire, and I don't like fire. That he had him live somewhere else. I just made this way too real for. Oh my god, it's starting to irritate me, and they've been in bed for like two hours. So, Ken, can you please talk like this in the next staff meeting? Oh my god. <laughs> you, oh, okay, this this is something similar. Mom, I have something to tell you. What is it, honey? So I. What is it? <laughs> Ken does do that part in staff meeting, though. I do. I, do. I get a bit screechy um, when I get asked another asinine question. Like, what kind of app would you be? If you could be a refrigerator, what would you not want inside you? <laughs> a cat, apparently, was the answer. <laughs> <laughs> A big black dick. <laughs> a bigger blacker dick. <laughs> but let's rephrase it to my version of the question. <laughs> yes, but I don't recall now. It was it was worse. It was worse. But anyway. Alright, now that the trauma's over. Um the Nevin's mother turns back up and looks at you guys. That's the same thing that he said to me yesterday. Does that actually mean anything to you all? Aurora wants to ask Nevin, um, if Mr. Sparks keeps the the firebugs in Dinah's attic, what does he use Miss Clara's attic for? Kaylin's going to lean over. The oil. The oil. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't ask. How come? Curious. How come? Because I didn't know that Glenn had stuff in her attic, too. How come? Because I didn't know that. Why not? Do you have stuff in your attic? I don't know. Ask Mommy. Mommy, do we have stuff in the attic? (laughs) (laughs) She just has her eyes closed for a minute. Mommy? 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 Pull out the picture frame while this is going on. The remaining oil that is left and do a purge <laughs> to summon Mr. Sparks. Uh, you smear the oil across. Mm-hmm. Uh, the membrane does foam or form for a moment. Mr. Sparks, good morning. We are here with Nevin. Aurora wants to watch what happens to the stuffed animal. Like she wants to, like, she's staring at it. Okay. Uh, Nevin brings a stuffed animal out from under his arm and is looking it in the face. Um, Nevin's mother is watching the picture frame. Amar is looking at the picture frame and holding his walking stick a little tightly. Amy is confused. Um, but after a moment, you see that the magic 
energy that you've put into it with your druidcraft is still stirring up the membrane, but nothing happens. Nevin, can you ask Mr. Sparks to come out and talk to us? He doesn't like people. He doesn't come out for people usually. Oh, it's Ken. <laughs> Who's Ken? <laughs> I think he has the right idea about avoiding all people at all times. Nevin, the picture frame. Yeah, you know, I'm going to interject here, Derek. Uh, could we maybe put the picture frame thing away? Because it's, um, it's unsettling, especially in a public setting. You're in front of her house. We're in her she house. answered the door, and then this all just keeps happening. Oh, we go inside. Um, no. Oh, oh, okay. Just kidding. I'm sorry, ma'am. You look very pretty, by the way. Thank you. She pulls her blanket up a little tighter. It's my house. It's a blanket. It's a Lularoe kimono that costs seventy nine ninety nine. I have no idea what half of those words even meant. <laughs> but she got it on sale from a lady who stopped selling it because she was losing money. Don't understand what you're telling me. <laughs> Mr. Sparks, it's Root. We had an appointment this morning. Please come out. Nevin starts shaking the stuffed animal. Oh. He just told me, he said that you were that you guys were supposed to go get the bugs and you're supposed to go to Dinah's house and you're supposed to go into her attic because she doesn't use her attic because she's a centaur and then her mom and dad don't use the attic because they're also centaur and then you go into the attic and that's where you get the fire bugs I'm... that's racist <laughs> Nevin, did you know her whole house is like a giant kitchen Oh, it's super cool Shall we go there? In her kitchen? House. House. Yeah! Mommy, is that okay? You all have fun. And she puts her hand out in front of Nevin. Nevin can't come and play? But there's Captain Amar. Yeah, that's creepy as fuck there. Um, he's five. You're a grown-ass adult. I can go see her attic. Thank you very much, Ms. Logos. Uh, we appreciate the assistance that you have provided for us today. Please pardon their lack of decorum. Mrs. Ms. Logos, I'm Ms. sorry. Logos. Oh, go ahead. Catches it and looks down at Thank, thank you. She tucks it into her blanket and you hear it shuffle. She shimmies to catch it. Ms. Ms. Logos, you mind if I ask your son just... One last question, right in front of you. It doesn't have to be on an own or anything. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, they're uh, killing. I'm just gonna say, make sure that it's a good one. It, it is. Okay. Uh, he's gonna kneel down, do his best with how big he is to get on Nevin's same level, but probably still have to look down at him. Mm-hmm. Um, and just be like, Nevin, when Mister Sparks told you where the firebugs were. And has he has he really spoken to you any more since then? And you can be honest. Nope, because that was last night, and then I went to bed, and then we went to sleep, and I woke up, and he hasn't said nothing yet. Does does he usually say things in the morning? Ah, uh, sometimes. Okay. Okay. I don't know. He's not saying anything right now. Okay. All right. There's a lot of people here, and 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 he doesn't like really talking when there's a whole lot of people there. He likes to talk when it's just us. When it's just us there, he likes to talk to us a lot. Okay. Well, you you keep talking to him even if he doesn't respond. Thank you. Thank for your help. And I think because you're so close, uh, Mrs. Logos has to lean down and she whispers to Captain Amar. Do I need to contract a priest to perform an exorcism or something? No, no, ma'am. I think that there's been fixed. I think that uh, might be a moot point, that last question there. Sounds like they may have fixed this there, so your son might have a normal imaginary friend instead of a spectral one. Uh, Also, uh, I'm going to need you to uh, come by the office at some point in time. Uh, within the next week or so, I've got some additional forms that I need you to fill out there. Oh, oh, oh okay. It's um, it's of a personal nature. 
uh, about next of kin. And you see her face just drop. I understand. All right, thank you very much for your time, ma'am. Uh, all right, everybody, let's go ahead and load up into the big-ass truck there. Uh, turn back to her one last time and say, I think it was just a summoning from the grief. But I think there has been some things to bring back some joy in his life. And he will give her two gold and say, please don't think of this as just plain charity. I, I do want to see you two off better and consider one of the gold for any potential needs the joy brings. And then he'll turn to go. You get down over there. Amar's been fairly quiet. Uh, Amy continues talking about how Nira's bakery is still definitely the best part of being on this side of town. When you get to Dinah's, a centaur gentleman opens the door. It's a large sort of French-style door, so the top half opens up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do for you. Sorry, firebugs. Apparently there are firebugs stashed in your attic. So, effectively, it becomes a giant room. Maybe it's a giant kitchen. Maybe it's a giant living room that houses a kitchen. Who's to say? Uh, Dinah's not there. Neither is her mother. It just appears to be her father. Uh, but he leads you over and reaches up and grabs a string that's been wound around a couple of knobs, undoes it, and pulls it down. And you can see this small set of stairs up yourselves. Can you fit it through these? It'd be way more trouble than it's worth. You've never been up there? I don't I don't need to. We don't have that much. That belongings? Well no. And he starts getting a little bit offended. Oh, I'm sorry. And you look around and I mean it's an open concept, but it's very sparsely packed. You have a lovely home. Yeah, uh hey Ma, your exterminators are a bit something. Yeah, right, right, sorry about that. They're, they're going to be quiet for this part here, and they're going to go upstairs. Go get the fire box. I, I may be too large to go up there. It may cause them to break. Root goes upstairs. Sorry, go ahead. Root goes upstairs. Yeah, Aurora's going to like light her finger and like head upstairs so there's like a little bit of a light. Okay. Massive explosion in the attic from the buildup of firebug fumes. What? I wouldn't probably do that. You would. I. I would. But not this time. <laughs> I should get all inappropriate comments. That will be like most of the session. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not editing those out. The dirty comments stay. Like, that's that's half the content right there. It's like, I know I posted some videos about you have been warned, but were they really warned? <laughs> By this point, it's what, episode 7 of Twitch. It'll be episode, like, 14 of the podcast. If they haven't gotten the hint by now. Y'all stupid. Or, listeners, we value your opinion, and we consider that maybe, look, I'm not changing my language, I'm making dirty jokes, so I'm not the right podcast for you. Or, here you are again, I'm just the right fit. If no fit, quit spit. So these, as soon as you walk upstairs into the attic, uh, you find or that you don't need that extra light source. Okay. The attic. The attic is well lit. Um, brightly across, you can see that there's little saucers of oils as well as four more jugs in various states of fill, I guess. Some of the jugs are quite full. Most of them are mostly empty or halfway gone. Uh, but you see dozens of these small beetles. They're about maybe two, two and a half feet long. They stand about a little less than a foot tall. Their back shells are this iridescent green and gold. But underneath, you can see in sort of the front area right beneath the head, is glowing this bright red-orange that pulses slowly. 
you can see a little bit of water that has dripped through uh, some of the thatch work. And anytime it splashes on one of the beetles, the beetles scurry, but you also see that water immediately steam and evaporate off their backs. There, there are there's several lots up here. They don't appear to be immediately hostile. They are kind of moving out of your way. But they are all on the roof. They're all on the thatch, running across the floorboards. Well, floorboards that are in the attic, anyway. What are you guys doing with that information? Panda herself is confused. Did, um... Was it... Was it Mr. Sparks who was starting these smokies, or was it these firebugs? Mr. Sparks started smoke, and the firebugs then created fire? That's what they look like. Yeah, because he couldn't light the fires. And Nevin's scared of fire, so basically the firebugs, from my understanding at least, light the oil that he would put out. Oh, so he just spreads oil everywhere. He has one of these bugs, like, light it. That, that was my understanding of what he was explaining. Oh, are you guys dealing with all these fire bugs? Are you killing? Are you collecting? If we collect it, what do we put them in? Aurora's going to ask Amy, like, uh, do you have, like cages or something that we could put these in? Should I call, like, pest control? Animal control? I mean, they're just bugs, right? I, I mean, I got a jar. They're, aren't they big? She can't. She's not upstairs. Oh, sorry. I thought she went upstairs with us. No, so she, the centaur, Amar, are all downstairs looking up at the hole. Okay. Well, she's gonna shout down, like, no, no. I mean, I mean like, cage. Like, they're, they're big. Like, they're, like, this big. Yeah, they're, they're, so she's she's gonna describe like they're they're this big each, and there is a lot of them. So you have like a, a cage or or something that we could get a hold of to exterminate Mister Dinos, father of these buggies. Uh, I mean, I didn't bring anything. I could figure something out. I mean, look, I'm a little confused with. These firebugs aren't like little little bugs. Can can Aurora like gently like she doesn't want to like piss it off. She wants to try and like you know carefully see if you know how like you can kind of push a bug onto your finger. So she wants to kind of like maybe scoot its butt onto her hand so she can like lift it and then like show them like this is the bug. Question. Yes. Can Root use animal handling to try to persuade the firebugs to, like, go to the fire truck or into some sort of, like, corralling thing? Yeah, that kind of sounds like So I was actually going to ask Aurora to make an animal handling check. If you want, you can... So as far as getting them all into one place might take a bit of time. But then okay. what do you do with them when they're there? Because uh, it appears that Amar and Amy showed up incredibly ill-prepared. Amy's going to look at Amar. Do you want the firebugs to live or die? Don't kill them. Look, I, I honestly don't care too much as long as it's not burning down this guy's house here. Killing them. Because what it sounds key. like is this guy's roof is a tinderbox about to go up. I mean, what if we close the hatch there and um, come back another time? Can they get out? I don't. I don't know. There, um, guys. I, I gotta admit, I really thought these were like little fireflies. I want to try to help Aurora and establish some sort of trust with these firebugs. So when we come back, they're not scared. Uh, so, Aurora, because you were getting help from Root, you have advantage on the animal handling check. Uh, you pick one up, it's moving a little bit sluggish, and as you lift it up, you feel it start to heat up on your fingertips, and it's wiggling its feet, and then you're, like, you're just kind of like, shh. 
And then you start making like this little crackling noise. And then it settles down and it starts to cool down a little bit. Ooh. Ooh. And you show it down through the hole. Oh, holy shit there. That's 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 a lot. I don't have a jar that big. Is that been in my fucking roof? You don't hear them like stirring about? Look, lady, look, you already even been rude once. I'm but sorry. I'm not trying very to very clearly I'm not well to do. It could have been a fucking rat and for all I knew. <laughs> I for sure thought I was walking. Yeah, like, That'd be a big fucking rat. I mean what is your first thought going to be a giant bug? No, no. I'm not trying to be insulting, but maybe check next time. Somebody. You, you guys are real assholes. I just got to say that. We've had a long day, sir. I'm sorry. It's it's like nine o'clock in the morning. How how bad a day could it have started? You. He's going to get Captain Neymar. Would you agree? The past twenty four hours have been a little rough. He just gets this like Vietnam look in his face. Just... You look like you've seen some shit, Captain Neymar. He's seen some oh, shit in the yeah. last 24 hours. Sorry, I said shit. There's a, there's a baby who lives here. I'm, I'm back. Mm. All right, sorry about that. There, yeah. Wrong voice. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. There, I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm back. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a 24-hour time period there. It, it's been something else. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, that's not the weirdest thing I've seen in the last 12 hours. I didn't even have to leave my office for it. You are still drinking. After. Love me. Kim's going to look back over at Dias dad and be like, see, please don't take anything we say to heart or to offense. Thing, the filters have been burned away. Okay, but you guys are going to come back here and and fix that. Yes, sir. Yeah, does anybody know anything about firebugs here? Anybody? I've, I've never heard of them before. I've heard fireflies and lightning bugs. I like them. Sure, Graham, keep them all to yourself. I already have a drink. Get a bug, why not? Okay. They're the same size. Enjoy it. The beetle's bigger. <laughs> you feel a little crank. You're still the number one girl for me, Asti. Flits over and lands on top of Peppa's head and does a circle and then sits down. Yeah, you know what? Um, you guys get that sorted and come on back. Okay. Do not, do not tell the missus about that. Because then I won't be able to get either of them in the house. So, what are we. Assuming that we come back tomorrow, is tomorrow morning a good time for you? Sure. I'll just keep in mind that I've got gigantic-ass beetles that are on fire in my house. That's fine right now. Only when they get all hot and bothered. Um, will, will your wife and your daughter be around tomorrow morning? If we're not, fucking break it down the door to get rid of them. Would you like... Just stay behind and guard the attic area. I don't. I don't want Mrs. or the little one to find out. Find out what there? Uh, opening the door, you see a small centaur girl, which many of you recognize as Dinah, and a centaur woman comes in uh, with bags laid up across her back. Aurora's gonna put the bug like down as gently as she can, and then like try and walk downstairs. Like you know, and is anybody upstairs with her? Right now, it is yourself, Root, and Peppa that were upstairs. Everybody else was downstairs. Okay, Aurora's gonna like, like nod to them, like, "Come on, let's let's come down and shut this door." And so she's gonna like try and like walk as quietly and hurriedly as she can downstairs. Root follows. I'm gonna like heft my way up onto 
Reet's shoulder because I'm still not really feeling the walking vibe. Okay. And it, like as soon as everybody's downstairs, Aurora's gonna try and like like close it as gently as she can, like yeah, dear, these uh, folks here for the inspection for the roof, uh, there's some leaks and they're going to fix it, but we can't go up there for now because it is really just, it, it smells. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here tomorrow morning. Um, enjoy your day. She narrows her eyes at you all. And Kilga, in fact, you know, take the whole day away. It may take us a while. You don't want to be around like the banging and the cleaning. There might be some uh, asbestos up there. Uh, just, you might just take the whole day out and about. Root, about this time, you realize that somebody is about waist high looking up at you. Oh, no, wait, she's a centaur. Chest high looking up at you. Hey. Hello? You're Mr. Sparks' friend, yeah? You're here about the thing I don't know about, right? What? I'm here about the leak in the roof. And wink, wink, wink. You have something in your eye? <laughs> Our children. I don't know about a leak, but I know about a thing that I don't know about. Do you know about a thing I don't know about? You know Maybe. your father's an alcoholic? <laughs> Maybe. What? I so certainly am not. <laughs> because if so, that's fucking racist. As he drinks. Well, it's not even Irish, it's fucking Belgian. I think. Yeah. You're drinking Chimay. E. Yeah, e. 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 We we only gotten the big ones, and now they do it in the small ones. Beauty boys, in the pretty boys, inner city boys. Mississippi boys. First time I ever had Shimei was in New Orleans. Oh, so she looks up at you. So, do you know the thing that I don't know that I know? Yes. Okay, so once once you get the thing that I know that I don't know, you're supposed to go to Beard and ask him about the fire sewer. Where is thing. Beard? Oh. Can you tell me where... Do you know a location that you're not supposed to know about where Beard would be? Go ahead and give me an insight. Oh, goodness. I mean, I can't even help you, honestly. <laughs> One second. We may or may not lose video for a moment, or you're going to look at my ceiling. And while she figures that out, can I just clarify? You said the fire sewer. <laughs> and we really titled this Burning Butt Stuff. We did. So I had the fire stuff in place before we had the burning butt stuff conversation. There are frames for that. And we get nothing. But it's fun <laughs> serendipity that this section is leading into butt stuff. Burning butt stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean the the next set of notes I have for this section don't get any better. What stuff happens? Thirteen. Thirteen. No, sorry. Uh, 18. My bad. Oh, Jesus. Okay. With an 18, uh, you notice that Amar's eyes go wide. And he looks over at Amy real quick, and she doesn't seem to notice, and he looks down and away when she mentions the fire sewer. Yeah, I don't know who Beard is, but um, that's the message. Once you Take care of the thing that I know that I don't know about. You go talk to Beard about a fire sewer. Aurora's gonna, like, stare really hard at Captain Amar and his beard. You can make an insight check to see. Because I don't think Root said anything. I'm staring at his beard. 
it's a nice beard. It's braided in four different sections. It's got a few metal clasps. All right, so uh, I think we're um, we're gonna come back to repair the roof late tomorrow. Tomorrow, with a better truck to repair the roof and tools and supplies. Those things. Good day. Okie dokie. Uh, you guys head out of the house, I'm assuming? Yep. Yeah. Um, you can immediately hear the woman is like just going to town on the guy. Not in a fun way, but in this sort of, what are you hiding from me? Don't give me that nonsense sort of way. So, Root, you've noticed that Amar seemed to have a reaction. But he isn't saying anything quite yet. Root would like to talk to Amar. So what was that about? Yeah, more more weird stuff with kids and things. That's just I don't I don't know a hundred percent there. Are you beard? Uh, is that racist? I'm not hundred percent sure there. Why would you think I'm beard? Beard. Kevin's gonna lead in because have beard will travel. Wait, I didn't hear uh. So I heard have beard will travel. I didn't hear Kaylin. Kaylin just leaned in and said, because you have a great beard. It smells like wood shavings. Thank you. It's a new oil I'm trying out there. Uh, but no, why would you assume I'm the beard that she's talking about there? I'm not the only dwarf in town, you know. Are you the beard? Not assuming. Asking. What's that? Not assuming. Asking. Are you? I don't, I honestly, for that part of it, I don't know. What about if the you other part? Doubt, you could roll an insight check. We'll do that. Ten. He's pretty tough to read. Damn. He's chewing on part of that beard right now. Oh. Is it like the mustache? Yeah, he's just gotten a chunk of mustache. Oh. So, so you don't know about that part, but what about the other parts of the conversation? What other part were you talking about more specifically? The fire sewer? Maybe that part? That part. Okie dokie. Uh, well, well, I'm going to go ahead and call this here a bad time, there. Uh, looks up at Amy. So... Would this be a conversation better had in your office? Maybe. Well, let me tell you the short part, and then we'll we'll go because Amy's going to have to check in, and then I'm going to ask her to come along too. There, but um, yeah. Suffice to say that there are some of our sewer systems there that produce an exceptional amount of heat, and that it may be the result of an agreement made with some denizens in that sewer. And they were supposed to be all peaceful-like. But if they're supplying, you know, firebugs, we may have a bigger political problem there. Uh, how are you all about, like, Lapa? Ooh. Or magma, I guess, because they're still technically underground. Well, sir... I oh, oh, we're just going to, like, like start flames on her head and be like... <gasps> yeah, hotter than that, even. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I said, sir, I'm part wood. Oh, yeah, you're going to have a real bad time there. Oh, and in the middle, too, that's not going to be much fun. I'm down. And she starts, like, fire on her Oh, boy. Okay, so we'll have to figure something out to help you dare not combust if we're going to get this fixed. Ew! What if we soak you in water? Ah... Are you trying to steam form him in a new shape? Can, can we put oil on you? We're not trying to bake him. I just pictured Kaylin just one step into the underground. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's hot down here. And Kaylin's just bringing out the chives and chopped onion and cheese. Start wrapping you up. Poking holes. Hey. Hey, I got this. All right, so yeah, we're all... Ah, oh, jeez, I feel like we just did this. 
no, you know what, here, we're going to sneak off to the side alley here and I'll discuss in better detail what happened there. And that is, in fact, code for talking the next time that we play. All right. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to add 150 experience points. Sorry, I got distracted by the way my cat is eating. Root problems. What problems? I said root problems. Yes, I know. He takes his paw and he scoops the food out of his bowl one kernel at a time. You know who would appreciate this? Who? The staff meeting. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's yeah, see. I want a four-hour staff meeting. Hey, at least you're back on campus with no kiddos, because that's at least two hours. Oddly enough, I still have, I would prefer a... An email? Yes. Oh, every time. Hi, we had this meeting. Blah, blah, blah. That sounds like it could have been an email. Believe <laughs> it or not, that's <laughs> That's why it sounds like it worked too. It's so weird to hear me and again. Just just give it time. We'll be back on lockdown. No worries. North Carolina does great. I I guess if we're going to like not that anyone volunteered bets, but if we were making bets, I give it like mid-November. That's for the next shutdown. I say yeah. mid-October. I think that we will not have a shutdown and that they're just gonna let it burn. Five hundred thousand. Those are rookie numbers. Let's pump those numbers up. Merka, go for death. Was there actually last session? Yes, one hundred and fifty was given last session, so you guys should be at thirteen hundred, I believe. Twitch followers decreased by like ten percent due to political content. (laughs) (laughs) It goes up with the butt content and down with politics. Yeah. One of the bots <laughs> leaves. Nightbot says, fuck you, Ken. All right. Well, great job, everybody. Did not mean for it to end on yet another. I'll tell you more next time. But, ah, well. Okay. Yeah. Sure yep. It's your signature. So we're at 1300 for XP? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I got to open this door tomorrow morning. Good night. All right, great game, you guys. Yes. Good night, all. Night. All right, thanks for listening. If you want to watch our shenanigans live, come check us out on Twitch at Happy Boom Gaming. We play every other Thursday from eight ish to ten thirty ish, depending on how well we keep track of time. Uh, we hope to see you all there. Thanks for coming.